Is there anything that you want to cover before we get started? No. Just want to wing it? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. This is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. podcast. And we are at Sweetwater hanging out in the couch area by the Sweetwater uh, Crescendo the cr- Club stage. Crescendo Club. We're in the club. We're watching HDTV. Uh, we're watching Bargain Block. This is our last day of being here, and we are like super duper exhausted and tired of being on our feet and just talking to everyone around us. And here we are podcasting, and other people might show up. We have like an open invitation for other people to show up if they want to, but I have no idea if they actually will. I see Phil McKnight over there, but it, he looks like he's making moves to go somewhere else. Looks like he's. This has the potential to, to be an extremely exciting episode as it develops, or just so 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 boring. But no matter what, we have to record it because we don't have an episode for for next week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you will have to go home. You're going to get home at like noon on f- Sunday. Yeah, you're going to have to turn this editing around in like less than 24 hours no i'm not going to publish on monday it's going to go up on oh, tuesday okay. good um steve that, this is your this is your first proper youtuber event yeah like what's yeah. your experience man like i've been going to these sorts of things for years and years now and you've never been able to come you finally have the opportunity like what's what's your hot take on all this like what's your recap? Oh, hot take hot takes from steve hot on the youtuber take. event they need more mediocre guitarists <laughs> yeah, everyone here. Uh, uh, everyone here except for us is really super good. All if pro musicians, we need to stuff. get some like church worship leaders that never graduated past like GCD, E minor, A minor. <laughs> it's all about the songs, the man. It's, it's for the Lord. It's not about fancy jazz chords, dude. <laughs> right, right. So that way, I can feel like I fit in more. Right. But what do you think about like just the event in general? You think do you think it was worth your time? You think yeah, it's time? been really cool to come and hang out and make some content. Yeah, and uh, play a bass. Play, play a bass on the video. <laughs> um, Hopefully that's publishable. Oh yeah. my gosh, I hope it's publishable. We'll see. Yeah. So I I I kind of like actually got into the specs of the instrumental. I got into the technical. Hopefully that's good. No, it's great. I should have been like, is this a good video? <laughs> that, that is the question for everything coming out of here, I think. Uh, so I put together this guitar strap recording rig. And in my head, and when I was doing it at home, I was like, this is going to make life so much easier. I'm just going to throw a guitar on the strap, and I'll be able to run and re- run from booth to booth and record every single guitar I see. And then we tried to record the Meteora with it. Right. And... Like gremlins showed up and uh, like what happened is first I realized I left my micro SD card for the recorder at home. Right. So then we had to run to the Sweetwater shop to buy a micro SD card. Then we run back. We load it all up. Take a couple takes starting the video and then like we feel like we get the video. And then I'm handing the bass over to Steve. And the record light isn't on on the audio recorder. And... Then, like, okay, let's take it again. Yeah. So we're taking it again. It's going smoothly. 
and then the battery dies on the camera. Yeah. And as I'm, I, I run to go get a new battery. No big deal. No big deal. I'll get a new battery and we'll finish the video because we were switching over to the bass part. We did the guitar meteora and then the bass meteora. Yeah. And then, so I run back and I come back with the, a fresh camera battery. And Steve is like, uh, something is up with the Pocket GT. The light turned off on it. Yeah, and it's not turning back on. And so I start flicking it on and off. I'm like, oh, great. The battery's dead on this. Did you try this. flicking it off and on again? <laughs> That's exactly what I tried, Steve. Yeah, so, so like that, that was like three things yesterday that happened. It was happened. like 45 minutes of effort trying to get one video, yeah. and, and then, it was cursed. And then today, we set out to do it again. Yeah. Uh, I think the first time you got really long-winded on your intro. Yeah, of And decided course. to like, no, I'm going to start all over. So you're like five, six minutes in. <laughs> Bless you. Five or six minutes in. And all of a sudden, I just hear you go like, no, I'm starting all over. Hey, this is Ryan. I'm here at GearFest. And five minutes later, no, I'm starting all over. <laughs> so literally like. Yeah, a lot of false starts. I think uh, not just the false starts, but like. I think not counting the false starts, there were at least six attempts. Oh, totally. On this video. Oh, like, totally. I'm, I would say like an attempt is anytime you like full on were like, I was floundering. Stop. Either you, you know if you're just saying the intro, hey, this is Ryan's sixty cycle home, and it's like you're fifteen seconds in, like that's a false start. If you're six minutes in and then you're like, I just said something really awkward and I'm gonna start all over, like that's a retake. Yeah. That's true. But we did, I think we did get it. Yeah. It's going to be really yeah. embarrassing if we didn't, but I think, I think we got it. I mean, I didn't try any of like the bass, like the drive right. sound or whatever. And when I switched to passive mode, it got really, like, really quiet. Quieter than I thought it should have. Well, I think that's but, just the rig. Like, I didn't test it enough yeah. to see what would happen with going from different pickups and stuff. Because when I was going from the humbuckers to singles, like, the volume difference was huge, but it sounded like the tonal change was appropriate. Right. Yeah. But no. like the, the like it's it's hard to control the headphone level with the way the, this rig is. Exactly. So it was a bit problematic, I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh, you live and you learn, and then you get loves. Yeah. And, uh, and then you die. And then you die. Live, laugh, love. Then you die. Mm -hmm. That's what the sign says, right? At Hobby Lobby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see anything here that was like, oh, that's cool. I want to talk about that. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we just got to try a, a we, we found out really late because it's the last day and a lot of the, uh, the booths are packing up. We found out really late where the Yamaha booth was. Yeah, so because they have drums and guitar. They got stuck in the drum section. Yeah. Well, also Warm Audio is here, and they make, like, microphone stuff and guitar effects. I didn't know. So they're in the microphone area? They're, they were right next to Yamaha. Oh, my gosh. We missed all that because that whole room was So I up. went over and, like, talked to them a little bit, but I didn't really try to pitch anything. But we got we, going to the Yamaha booth. We actually got to try one of the Japanese Rev Stars. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I got to say, the Japanese one feels nice, but it feels pretty much exactly exactly identical yeah. to the, the one that I have, which is the Indonesian one, I think. There's probably some, like, plugged in, like, whatever kind of stuff you know 
that you could hear the difference through an amp? Like maybe it resonates no. a little differently at volume. Well, there's slight differences. Like the body has like a, a diff slightly different chambering and it yeah. has like carbon fiber supports and they do some sort of like acoustic aging on right. the wood to make, do, uh, make the grain lay sonically a certain way. It's kind of like... Um, and I don't know if it's the same as what they call like terror. I really think you've got to check the... You've got to check the print on the back of the headstock to be able to tell the difference. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is the, the, the $800 Indonesian one or, or whatever. Fantastic. Amazing. And it's so close in feel to the Japanese one. So I'm glad I got to try it. The, the cheaper Indonesian one, like the, I forget, the studio model or what is it called? Like, I forget. I don't know. The one, it comes in, in a, like a graffiti yellow and yeah. it's like $4.99 instead of $8.99. That one feels different. Right. That one you do feel is a that price one, difference. I don't remember. Is that one um, weighted? Or is that one weight relief? I don't know if that I feel like chambered. I thought it, for some reason in my head it's not. Uh, I think they might all be chambered, but it's it's a difference in like electronics. How much? Okay, and it's a difference yeah. in some of the hardware and things like that. Right. Uh, it, I think it's still chambered, but I don't think it has the carbon fiber in the neck. Yeah, I think uh, that might okay. be a difference with the with the the cheapest one. Yeah, I think there's. Um, but it's still a great playing guitar for four ninety nine or yeah. whatever it is. I think there's some some cool. I mean, it's one of those things where I don't think there's any like new product launches. No, that's more of a NAMM thing or whatever. Uh, I did get to go hang out and you talked to them. I talked to them a, a couple days ago. Uh, the Ashdown folks who are oh, making yeah, a yeah. big push here. I mean, I don't care about that long guitar stuff, but those headphones did sound pretty good. Yeah. They uh, gave a bunch of those headphones to working class music. Am I going to have to swap batteries on this? It's so many, like, gremlins in my recording Is your H8 dying? It's on this last bar on oh, the battery. Oh, my gosh, I just put Ryan. new batteries in here. Clearly you did not. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm running the battery off the camera. I can run the plug off of that onto here. And just let let the battery on the camera do its thing. You guys love this information, right? It's more important important for us to keep the audio running than the camera right now. There we go. All Price right. is inverted for now, but eventually we'll have to swap the power back to the camera. <laughs> oh my god! How long will that camera run? Uh, I think it's got about half an hour on it right oh. now. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to do some swappy, swappy stuff here in about 20 minutes or whatever. You guys like my <laughs> Don't ASMR? Don't rub the microphone on your beard, Steve. That's terrible podcasting technique. Hey, you're listening to 60 Cyclone. This is my beard. 60 ASMR Cyclone. Here's my mustache. Uh, yeah, so Ashdown has a new tube uh, amp bass amp that has uh, two notes built into it all right that's really cool that's like uh i think other like bass amps have two notes but not a, a the all tube with the two notes i think is what's new on that one so i forgot to ask oh they had the ernie ball uh the music band kaizen's here the kaizen the oh yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know if you looked at that i saw it but i didn't touch it I just, i've been walking around like smoozing and talking with people so much like i haven't actually been picking stuff up you didn't as much touch as those I like. balls i didn't i didn't get my hands on those balls is the problem you know i i saw it and i didn't immediately have the thought i need to fondle those balls so i didn't yeah, you were kind of you were probably a little you know, um, i wasn't in the headspace to probably play with a little balls in the booth 
uh, intimidated by those balls. I was a little intimidated it's by the four thousand dollar. That's a four thousand dollar ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, what am I even going to do with four thousand dollar balls? You know, play them. Hopefully, <laughs> I'd be too nervous to play with four thousand dollar balls. Play with your balls. <laughs> if you're going to have balls, you got to play with them. Oh man, is this officially Sweetwater sponsored content? I, I don't, don't know. know. Uh, we don't know. So whatever happens, happens. It, you know, maybe we'll get yelled at. We won't get yelled at. They don't actually care. <laughs> this is independent content that happens to be at Sweetwater. You know. <laughs> yeah, Gearfest has been fun though. It's been, it's a, lot been a lot of fun hanging out, seeing seeing music things. What do you think of the the campus? This is your first time here. I think. Oh, it's it's, my w- third. it's wild. It's intense. Yeah, you didn't get to do the warehouse tour, and I wish you no, would have. No, I well, what was it yesterday? Probably. I could have done it yesterday. I think they don't think we even thought to like see if it was something you had to sign up for. I think other people. Yeah. Signed well, up you for mentioned it, it and it, but you mentioned it in the context of hey Ryan. Uh, do you think I need body glide? And you were like, uh, I, only if you do the warehouse tour. <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to or not, so I guess I don't need body glide. Yeah, it is quite the hike through the tour. It is like, it makes the warehouse from Indiana Jones look like a joke. I, I saw a lot of pictures of it because, you know, the other channels posted pictures of the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And the difference with the Indiana Jones warehouse is like, that stuff just stays there. In the Sweetwater Warehouse, right. that stuff is coming in and going out yeah. and in like an incredible yeah, pace. Turnover. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And the machinery involved and stuff. It, it's like a Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory sort of like level of, I can't believe there's this much machinery moving around right. me to make boxes go out the door. And Oompa Loompas are throwing candy in boxes and stuff. Uh, they oh, take, yeah. I did see the Oompa Loompas. They take very good care of them here. Uh, they don't have to do the song and dance thing. There is, uh, there is medical. There They're is well paid. Dental. There is like a hairstylist on site. There's good food here for the Oompa Loompas. You know, they they go home to their Oompa Loompa families at the end of the day. You know, they're all really well taken care of. So yeah. it's it's honestly, it's one of my favorite things about coming to Sweetwater is that. You know, I've worked in service jobs. You yeah. worked in service jobs. We would be able to tell if people were like putting on that fake customer service thing. Mm. I think everyone, everyone here is really relaxed and really chill and genuinely seems like positive about their yeah. life here. You know, like everyone has bad days at work and I'm sure that happens. Oh yeah, I'm here. sure. But everyone seems pretty excited. Even the girl who's taking the exit interview. Yeah. Even the <laughs> okay, Steve and Phil McKnight, uh, we did a video for Phil's channel where, where, where Steve and Phil took the employee test, like the test to see if you are even capable of moving to the next step yeah. of the application it's, process. It's like the first, it's like you apply for the job and then they're like, okay, your credentials seem okay. And then they give you this test to determine whether or not they want to actually like. It's a, Apparently it's a, the moving. Kobayashi Maru where it's like no one passes this thing. Yeah. And they said the highest score they ever got was like 87%. Yeah. And so we're not going to reveal yours and Phil's test scores yet because we want everyone to watch the video. It's a uh, fun video. I think it's going to be a fun video. It, I think it's going to be a boring video with really compelling and interesting results. I think if we edit it down to be pretty short, I think people will watch it and then they'll get to the end and be like, oh, I want to fight about this in the comments. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, there was a girl sitting next to you at the same station who was doing her exit interview because she was moving on. Yeah. And, and, they were like, is it okay if she sits next to you while you film this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. 
And when I found out what she was there for, I was like, oh man, is this going to be a bummer? Or were you like filming, <laughs> are we filming a bad day in her life? But yeah. no, she filled it out. She went, she gave like so the reception. So you had a bad day. She went and gave the receptionist a big hug and they were chatting. And it like, it was like, it, it was clearly like, you know what? She's moving on. She's going on to greener pastures. Yeah. She, it, it seems like the energy here is that she enjoyed being here, you know. So what's been your favorite thing? I, for me, my answer anytime anyone asks that for anything is... It's, it's the hangs. It's the people. It's the hangs. You know, getting to see everyone, especially after this long drought of COVID, which yeah. I got from Nam two weeks Good ago. Good job. And I'm all better, so now I'm super immune, right? Is that how it works? I don't know. Uh, so... That's how people want it to work. Like getting to hang out with Phil, and I've been able to spend real, like quality time with Dovey Doss, which is amazing because he's just an amazing person. Yeah. And, you know, getting to see Trey. I love hanging out with Trey. And, you know, Emily and Working Class are here. And yep. it's like, you know, this is your first YouTuber event. Yeah. It, they got to do Guitar House and, you know, they thought that was amazing just mm. hanging out at my house and they're now getting to experience, like, the level of that this sort of thing is at. Yeah. It's, and, it's like, wild. They're go, blown away. I, I, you go I, into some of these spaces and there's so many, when you go in the store and the store is not even, it's only a selection of what's on the website. Right. The thing that I didn't realize is the way that their effects area is set up is really cool because there's just all these guitar effects everywhere. And basically you go into the electric guitar room, you grab an electric guitar and you go to the effects wall and you grab like whatever effect you want to try and then you just plug it into this rig. Yeah, and there's like you can test it there's all like out. maybe like four of them just yeah. sitting there like that. They're like silent play rigs. So, but it, it's that's been pretty cool. really exciting for me to watch just how stoked like the the younger channels. I, I don't want to call them newer channels because they have been around for a while yeah. now. They they have serious mileage under their belt, but their first experience coming to something like right. this where they were being taken care of in a really great way and there's so many opportunities to make content and so new, many new experiences with channels they probably have only ever watched and thought they could never talk to like Pete Thorne or whoever. Right. You know, it, right. it's, it's warming my heart to see them getting to have those first experiences. And I, I just really love the people part of this industry. Like it's, yeah. it's, it honestly is so special and incredible in my opinion, but it's, I mean, the gear part is fun too, but that's, you know, that's just built into the gig. You know, that's mm -hmm. what we do is gear, but the people part, because we're all so isolated all the time is, uh, it's heartwarming. Yeah. It fills my it fills my cup. You know, my cup floweth well, over mazel with, tov, with uh, mazel tov. socialization and emotional feelings <laughs> of <laughs> I just watched a commercial for JB Weld where I think they put the JB Weld down and then they cured it with UV. Are we gonna do color commentary on the television, Steve? That's over I, I here. I think I just did. So later on today, uh, Rhett Scholl is going to do his dipped in tone, dipped in pone, pone toad toad cast, uh, tone, dipped in tone tip pod, in, tipped in pone, in tipped in don, Todd past uh, on the stage over there, and we're thinking about like doing our own podcast at the same time and doing like com color commentary at the same time <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's a great idea. I, I go back and forth depends on how soon they're going to set up it depends on how loud they're going to put it over the speakers yeah, i thought they were going to be like happening pretty soon but i think it's at the end of the day when's the end of the day though i'm wondering how they're going to be because everyone is like dragging their heels as hard as we are I'm right like now i'm like barely awake <laughs> you 
got more sleep than me last night, I too. I did, but it wasn't, like, good sleep. Phil McKnight was pouring drinks down my throat at the hotel bar last night. And then as we're headed to the, the elevator, I was like... I got to go get some food in my stomach or this is going to rot a hole in my yeah. belly. And he's like, well, I'll come with you. And you so went to a rally. We ended up at one in the morning rally 60 cycle yumming it together. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up just hanging out and talking about the stuff that Phil and I always hang out and talk about until two o'clock in the morning. Right. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous time hanging out. I love it, though. I love it. I do wish I got two more hours of sleep, though. Stop playing with your mic. It makes awful noises. <laughs> the noise gate will fix that. <laughs> no, it, you, the noise gate? You mean the editor, which is the person you're podcasting with right this now? Gate. Who's you getting angry at put you? In the for, ga- put the gate. 50 I, dB. I mean, I get it, Steve. I'm a fidgeter, too, but please help I me I just want to know where the Lewitt logo was. <laughs> It's under here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, how crazy was that house party the other night? Oh, that was wild. Um, Do you remember the name of the organization that, that hosted it? It's uh, Sound Marketing. Sound Marketing. It's like a marketing organization that has a lot of brands under their umbrella. They have Tascam. They Do you still have the paper in your pocket? They represent. Oh, my gosh, Steve. You need to empty your pockets every now and then. That was uh, from two days ago. I'm glad you have it, but... They represent Harman, so AKG, AMX, BSS, Crown, DBX, JBL, Lexicon, Martin Lighting, and Soundcraft. And they represent Connolly Music, Boveda, Coding Meyer, Ravel, Realist, and Thomas Stick. And then they represent Apogee, Audient, Hosa, Pioneer DJ, RAB, and Tascam. They have uh, this house... A really short drive from Sweetwater that apparently Chuck, the original owner of Sweetwater, still owns. And so they rent it from him. And they have every room built into a studio to demonstrate different pieces of equipment and stuff like that. And And they'll, like, record stuff there, too. They put on this amazing spread for us, all this barbecue, all sorts of libations and things like that. And we all got to hang out and have a... And it's like, we're out in the country... There's a picket fence and then like rolling green hills and a barn on the horizon. The barn is red and it has a silver silo next to it. And there's a dairy cow on the hill looking yep. right at you with like the the bell around its neck, like jingling. It's like, moo. Are you just describing like a uh, butter? Yes, a butter like, commercial. Yeah, butter commercial or like yeah. the graphic on the side of a tub of butter. Yes, that's exactly was what, what it was like. It was like a Fisher Price play set. Only we were partying at a house that was full of who knows how many dollars worth of of professional recording yeah, gear and a lot of oons oons in the gr- oons, and oons, oons. all the other guitar YouTubers like got in the shuttle and left and we were still hanging out and we're like let's hang out with the DJs for a yeah, while yeah and so Steve and I hung back and hung out with all these DJ guys and made friends with them yeah and like we we invited them into our guitar circle. But, like, they were doing this DJ jam in the garage, and I had a really great time. And I, I was, it's honestly, like, eye-opening to watch them work and watch what they're doing to make the sounds that they're yeah. making and the amount yeah. of skill involved. And, any, you know, honestly, any, you know, grumpy boomer guitarist that's like, oh, DJs aren't real musicians. Like, shut up. Yeah. You there's have a lot no of art, There's, like, idea. a lot of artistry that goes into that. You have and no idea what you're talking about. I was about. watching, uh, I think his channel is Beats by 
Jay Black, I think is what it's yeah. called. And he had one of these um, drum pad machines. Like it's got, it was like a 16 by 16. Yeah. Or not 16 by 16. Like no, he plays that five. thing like a kit. Yeah, that was wild. So that that was actually really cool to see because I've always like thought about like getting one of those or getting like, um, getting like, one of the guys there was playing the Alesis, ver- like, I don't know, want to say the Alesis version, but the one that, like, all the churches have is the Roland SP-707, I think. It's a drum I pad. I don't know that model number, Is it 707 Steve? or is it just 700? Maybe it's the 707B or the 707Q P plus no. or something like that. All right, now you're just saying words. Here comes Emily. She sees a podcast. She's rig. wearing a ruby I shirt. I see the the, sh- the, the glimmer in her eye. She knows she's about to cast. Hey, Emily, do you have a USB brick and like a cable? Yes, for what? Uh, do you have one of the ones that would fit in the side of this GoPro right here? See, no, you need an Android charger. Do you have the one that would? Oh, do you have one that would fit in here, which is this little clippy guy? Yeah, go, bring that to me and bring me. Uh, actually, I can think I can run them off the same brick. Is is this good podcasting? Is this a good show? Is this a good video? <laughs> Emily's saving our ass right now. I think this is the same one. Let's see. That's what batteries. Here, plug it into that first. Tech support in the middle of a podcast. Here comes Dobie Doss. What's that? What's that Schechter, man? What's up? So that's a. Here, Wild Emily, you grab a mic. Dovey, you grab a mic. Now we got a real podcast cooking. How wide is? Are we both in it? It's 360. Can you see everybody? What? Yeah. I'm running at 360. Oh my How? god! It's got two cameras on is it. There's. I like the way side. this mic smells. That's wild. It's a Lewitt. I I brought that here in my pocket from San Diego. That's why it smells so good. Yeah. You don't need to be so close on it. I can hear. Okay. I can hear your tonsils. <laughs> is, is, is this good? A little closer. Closer. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. have a windscreen on that one. And so the you're. one, yeah. <laughs> Things I did not bring. Windscreen. I ran out. I had a windscreen for that one. I didn't have one for the Lewitt. Working class music also ran out of windscreens. You know, they're consumable. You eat them and then they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have any, uh, any like top moments from uh, Gear Fest? Like what, like what's like a cool thing or like a bummer moment? We talk about bummers. They can't bummers? stop us. That there's not more time. Oh man, yeah. I would like more time. Well, I feel like yeah, I really just wants one more day. I, I wish today was like a recoup day. I gotta put this by the stage and then I gotta hit up this other place. How long are you guys going to? Until we're Until done. Until we stop. Until okay, I will be back like in less than ten minutes. Perfect. Then, then I will tell. Oh, you can tell them the egg crashing story. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, the, the, I would say the bummer is everyone. Yeah, everyone sucks. Everyone <laughs> got to got to do the Gibson booth except for us. Oh, uh, yeah. that's not. Well, I almost didn't get to do the Gibson booth because I got double booked twice. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. They were hoping you would. They were trying to get rid of you. They're like, those get off. She's like, these aren't offsets. These are Gibsons. You I'm know what? persistent. Right now, I'm going to lay down the clickbait for the episode. This is why we didn't film at the Gibson booth. Okay? Here's the real reason why we didn't film at the Gibson booth. We just didn't get around to it. Yeah, yeah. That's and fair. then they and then they left. They uh, left early. They left yesterday, and so we didn't we didn't learn about it till today. Yeah, that was a bummer that they left yesterday. I know. Um, it's like they want to enjoy their weekend or something. Yeah, 
I wish that I had filmed more on the first day. Also, mm. I was kind of trying to get my bearings and yeah. I found like one or two things. But you know, that's what it, it's yeah. like at these things. We all show yeah. up. We are kind of getting a scope for what's available and what we can actually do. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we all haul ass. And then the third day we all drag our heels because we're tired. Like, yeah. That's how it works every time. Another cool thing was that Martin guitar, the uh, two and a half millionth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You played it, right? The purple star I didn't thing. play it. I got to touch it. <laughs> Which I is a, a rare thing because they it went to Nam. It? No, okay. they took it to Nam. They brought it here, and then it's going back into the Martin Museum for oh, wow. the foreseeable future. But my friend Ramin, uh, you, did you meet Ramin at the fretboard summit, Ryan? That was so long ago. I probably could have. Spent my, my, he was one of the Martin guys. I could have spent my entire day with him, and I would not remember it by now. I mean, I checked you <laughs> in. You don't remember me. That's true. <laughs> I, like we technically met for the first time there, and I yeah. do not remember. You, I, like, I do know that you were not the guy who threw my own program at me. I definitely am not. No. Someone threw a program at you at Fretboard he, Journal. They were mad because we didn't print like a ton of extras, because budget. Yeah. And um, he grabbed it. I was like, oh, that's actually, I need that as like a reference material. Right. And he got mad and he threw it at me. I was like, that's fun. <sighs> acoustic guitars people. are the worst. They are. They're trash acoustic people. Acoustic guitar people. They're just trash also, people. acoustic guitars are just boring. You know what? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> as, I, as, as I'm like talking about like, my friend, Ramin. Just like, just like acoustic guitars, acoustic guitar people are empty inside. <laughs> wow! Well, actually, the, the two and a half millionth wasn't uh, empty it on was the just inside. Full of diamonds. It, yes. No. Uh, it has, and you couldn't see this at Nam because it's kind of up on a pedestal and behind glass. But if you look inside, there's like little um, plates that represent three different things. It's really cool. Like how, how much? So like it's like a full size plate, and that represents the main entree. Yes, and then the small <laughs> plate is the side salad. Yeah, Are you it. saying is it is this and a tapas like situation? And then like a smallest mm. plate that that's what you put your teacup on. Yeah, I like to tell people I used to work at a tapas bar because it's true, but they always mishear it. Right, right. <laughs> well, Yikes. yeah, I think there is a market for a topless tapas bar. What? Oh God, you're gonna be a billionaire. <laughs> It's the Hooters of tapas. <laughs> right. There's some really... And all of a sudden, like, dudes will really get into tapas. Like, you guys want to go get some tapas? And you're like, what kind of tapas are we talking about here? Topless oh, tapas. Topless tapas. <laughs> There's some yeah. really easy taquito. I'm pretty hungry for small plates. So. <laughs> There's some really easy, like, taquito jokes oh here. Oh, my gosh. We should stop talking about this right now. Yeah, we really should. <laughs> Before we, we should. document ourselves ca- canceling ourselves. I don't want to say that I liked all the free stuff, but I liked all the, the stuff. I liked oh the gifts. God. I like gifts. I was so excited watching you and working class music, like when the moment's like, oh, we can grab this stuff. Okay, let's grab stuff. Grab stuff, <laughs> grab stuff, grab stuff. <laughs> oh, it was just like it was high up. So like I had to grab it because I'm a little taller. <laughs> I felt really awkward about it. Well, the it. thing at Harmon House, that was wild because oh, like, yeah. I, you know, all of a sudden people are just walking out with well, stuff. It and I looked like, like dis- I want stuff. It yeah. looked like displays because it was like in glass. Like No, it was just like, like gifts for later. It was like in yeah. China cabinets yeah. where yes. there normally be plates and stuff. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden I see people grabbing stuff and they're like, oh, this stuff is for us guys. And I was like, oh, no way. It was. Yeah. Because yeah. so we turned around and, and I think Jason says, can I have a mix cast for? And the guy's like, yeah, you should take all of those things. Dude first day we went to an after party before we even come to Sweetwater and Tia's walking home with a Moog. 
Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, yeah. She she won. She, she won. She won big time. Do you remember she, how she, she won, won though? Was it her cause birthday? Because it, it was her birthday or something? No, I'm not. I don't want to embarrass okay. her. So I'm not gonna tell All the story. Right, don't, but don't it was a bit her. of a pity story. Oh, <laughs> and it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was good. She still won. A little Moog synthesizer. I'm like, that's really that's really nice. We all got the... Um, There's no such thing as little synthesizers, just little synthesizer players. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Physically small, sonically huge. It's not the size of the synthesizer, it's the motion of the synthesizer. Right, <laughs> right. It's the shape of the waveform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like a sawtooth? Yeah, yeah. No, rising, falling. <laughs> rising, falling. What does LFO stand for? Low uh, frequency oscillator. There you oh. go. You would have got that on the Sweetwater test. Yeah. Well, I do have to write about synthesizers as well right. as. Oh, you things. should have done the Sweetwater test too. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Because you do all the copywriting for yeah. all sorts of different indi- like musical instruments, yeah. like what facets does, of this industry. What does arrayable mean? You would probably know what most of the acronyms mean. Yeah. Oh, I, oh that was a big part of it? It was a big part of it. Oh, yeah, probably. And they're all like. I was. I feel really dumb now because I couldn't remember what MIDI stood for. Actually, music instrument digital interface. Yeah. yeah. I said it so robotic. Music instrument you digital s- interface. You, sa- you said it the Maybe way that early MIDI, MIDI sounds. I remember my grandparents had a computer that had a little MIDI software on it, yeah. it but it was like staff notes, and no. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. As a, so as it sounded insane. Teen in the 90s, before it was practical to download MP3s, because that mm-hmm. would literally take seven hours. It literally. You could download everyone's MIDI covers of various songs. <laughs> So I downloaded like a ton of like MIDI instrumental songs in the late 90s and was like trying to learn to play guitar off of them and stuff like oh that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you seen that you can convert like Spotify as a tool to convert songs into MIDI? Really? I put one of like my chip band tune, songs through chip it. Chiptune style? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's and awesome. I put one of my band songs into it and it was not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was also, I picked one of the weird songs that's like, it's like, it's hard to get the tempo from it at the mm. beginning because I was like, I should have picked a simpler song. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool because then you could like isolate some of the main parts or like the bass. Nope. Did not really work very well. It also took a very long time. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be magic technology. <laughs> so, Someday it's going to work perfectly, and it's going to be like, oh, just MIDI it, you know? Just, oh, yeah. Just, just MIDI it, you know? Just MIDI it. It'll spit out like a Guitar Pro style. No, what it is, like, you'll put, yeah. you'll you'll have a song like, man, I really wish I could isolate the drums, and you'll run it through a thing, and it'll just MIDI the drums, and then you'll be able to run them through whatever thing you want, you want. Yeah. And now it's like, mm-hmm. oh, now you can just rebuild the song. Oh, that's, I don't like that. Right. But that's what's going to happen. You know that future's coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry to bum you out. How long have y'all been recording? What's up? Uh, 35 minutes. Cool. What's up, Ryan? Things to do in Fort Wayne and beyond. I love uh, that it's spelled with a Z. What's what? There's up? A, there's thing. a Fort Wayne Pug Fest. Hell, yeah. Why are we here? Well, we got to see... I wonder if seeing fireworks at eye level when they're, like, 100 feet away from oh was on there. Oh, my god, That was terrifying. That was... I loved it. I mean, I enjoyed <coughs> it very much, but I was like, I don't... Listen, I, when you've seen so enough long. fireworks, yeah. you need to start spicing it up to make them exciting again. Like, I am, I want to get closer. I've seen... Closer. I, I, when I worked at the theme park, I saw them every single night. And, I yeah, you get you kind of tune them out. Yeah. Right. It's like pe- people... You, you talk to people who work at, like, a guitar center, and they're like, you get sick of hearing, like, Stairway to Heaven. Like, we don't care. Also, actually... Ryan we, doesn't we, know we how to play Stairway to Heaven. We don't... We don't 
I don't either. He doesn't even know the first chord. Oh my gosh, Steve. You know what? I've no, I don't play it. I, I, I didn't learn it on purpose. Um, Don but, like, Carr you, told you, me how to play it, and then I fumbled my way through it, and I was all right, oh, I think. Oh, you got Stairway to Heaven? Yeah. I got Wonderwall. This is the same kind of freaking Santeria. I got Santeria, and I don't know how that song, how to play that song. You it's, don't practice Santeria? No, I ain't got no crystal ball or so anything. So th- we did this game. You can you play the... Sweetwater set up, set up this room podcast. called Rig Roll, which is yeah. a great name, by the way. And it was a really fun room. And ne- next year, they need to have five rooms just like that that are yeah. different game rooms. No, just film five in. rooms of all Rig Roll. It was so fun, honestly. It was so fun. I but got, they, they, I have got, a, they have a deck of cards, and you pull a card yeah. and random, and you have to try to play... The riff that's n- that's named on the song. Yeah, you know? yeah. so it's all supposed to be like songs that like hearing guitar stores a thousand times. That, that yeah. People get here of tired of hearing in the store. Get here of yeah. tiring. Yeah. yeah. I, are are exactly. you here of tiring? I'm I very got cocky because I I looked at one of them, one of them and it was like smoke on the water. Oh, or that was like one that. that he showed me too. And I was like, yeah. oh man, yeah, I I want to do this. I wanna, oh no, was, there was like Eye of the Tiger or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I can I can hang with this. And then it dropped yeah. a freaking. Finger style, like multiple B minor seven oh things in there. <laughs> That's not hard, though. Shut up! It's hard for me. It's just. It's hard when you've never done it before. It is. Santeria, you can strum. And it's recognizable. Yeah, I lucked out. Yeah. If I picked something weird, I would have just cut that segment. Right. <laughs> I should have cut and tried again. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, oh, you can try again. It doesn't matter. Right, right. You're good. But, like, uh, I got I, I got some Flying V, some ESP Flying V-esque thing. Nice. Not, V-shaped thing. 5150. <laughs> and then I got Qtron, a Clon clone, a... A clone? Yeah, the Archer. The oh, okay, yeah. Rocket Archer. I got um, the uh, Octave new MXR Fuzz Octave. Which was really cool, and I got the Keeley Caverns. I was like, "Oh, thank God, I got one pedal I played before." Right, right. It, like they were. I ended <laughs> it up. It sounded with, so stupid, but so fun. I ended oh, up yeah. with a full tone wah. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I look back, I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> well, if you, if you end up with a wah too, it's on the floor, so it's like it kind of yeah, kind of kind of fun. What else did you? You got a tube screamer. I I was most bummed about the tube screamer. It's yeah. like really. What amp did you get though? Boring. I got a Fender uh, Deluxe, the Tweed the, thing. The Tweed See, 57. Like, I thought the the 5150 was fun, but I'm like, I get a Klon and I put that through a 5150. I'm like, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's not doing much. Yeah, yeah. totally. So it kind of felt like I, I, he's like, you can put it on the clean show. I'm like, I don't, why? I don't want to. Oh, I got the sound of like a generation. I got a, I got, I got a, some pretty good pulls. You did? Uh, I got the Keeley Caverns, which that's uh, fantastic because it's a two in one. Yeah, exactly. So it actually gives you one extra sound to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got... The soup is it the super vibe? Oh. Yeah, yeah. We had another the full tone, full tone univibe. I had a lot of full um, tone on there. I had the uh, Boss SY1. Oh, I love that pedal. Yeah. Which that oh. was a trip. And once I, the, as soon as the, I it turned S- it on, and I just started, I realized like this is basically like a fuzz. It well, could be. I, it was well, the funny because the Boss synth pedal almost made your signal more manageable. Yeah, because yeah. it like streamlined it into like here's yeah. a synth signal, you yeah. know, yeah. instead of like this big nasty nonsense. Have you might... played one before? No. Oh, I love they're my, wild. My singer stole mine, which kind of sucks, but and my uh, my drive pedal was a big muff oh. high into uh, oh, and then the guitar amp combo. 
was the Murphy Lab Les Paul. Oh. And yeah. the Marshall 2555. Which those two instruments, the in, that instrument amp combo is already like the sound of how many, you know, classic rock albums. Yeah. And then that with the, I was like, with the Big Muff Pie, I'm like, no, this is a... I think my rig sounded better. This is just doomed yeah. now. Well, what else, so what else was in your rig, Ryan? I got some sort of Ibanez-y shred stick thing with a Floyd oh, on yeah. it. And <laughs> it, like the way it was set up, like the slightest dive on the Floyd just went full slack on all those <laughs> strings. So I was, like, I was having some fun making some rattly noises, you know? That's awesome. I didn't shred at all, but I, oh, I, I totally could have. Totally could have shredded on that guitar. Well, I'm going to try to see if I can find my friend at Martin Guitars because sure. I want to play the $8,000. I don't think Dobie's coming back. What do you guys think? He's um, not good at keeping schedule. I'm apparently I not either. <laughs> Remember what happened last night? He was we'll like super Oh, my late. gosh. All right. Or you I'll go do what you need to do, Emily, and Steve and I are going to recount last night. <laughs> I thought we were going to wait for him to come. No. Well, if he comes back, he'll jump in wherever we are in the story. Uh, so I don't want to tell the whole story, but let's talk about the restaurant. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, a, is it called hibachi? Is okay, that what so it is? Let, let, me, let me start at my beginning on this. So at I'm, your beginning. I'm having lunch with Phil and Dovidas. And they're telling me about this hibachi restaurant that they've gone to twice now. Right. And they're telling me the story about this birthday song. Yeah. And like, oh, there's this birthday song and they bring out like uh, ice cream with sparklers and stuff like that. And so the first night we went, we saw it happening and we decided it was one of our birthdays. So we got that. And then we, I, and then Dovey brought more people back the second night. Yeah. And they picked one of the people to have a birthday because they wanted the sparkler and song yeah. show. And it's like it, it comes with like a scoop of ice cream. It's not like they're, they're, they're grifting them out of. And you know, Dovey's dropping real money at this place, yeah. too, by the way. Yeah. So don't worry. No one's getting taken advantage of in this situation. Yeah. But we show up about 15 minutes before everyone. Oh, here he comes now. Uh, before everyone. And the, the lady's like, oh, do you have a reservation? Yeah, we're here with Dovey Doss. And she's like, Dovey Doss is coming back. <laughs> Here, take the, take the one with the, oh, okay. the, the foamy. Okay, okay. Uh, we just started telling the story of last night. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and she, she's like, Dovey Doss is coming back. And she has this look in her eyes. And I, I was having a really tough time figuring out if she, and it's like maybe it's like a Midwest thing or something like that. Uh -huh. I can't tell if she's pissed or excited. Like, it's, like she's so excited he's coming back or she's just like, <sighs> Warn the chefs. It was this happening weird. again. W were the like the other two nights like really wild or something? It was it was pretty wild. It was like uh, last night was pretty mellow. It, it's I funny because you think it's like a Friday, so it would like you know be also wild. Yeah, but it was it was like what you were saying. Like every table there was having a birthday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like like probably six or seven times we saw the whole thing happen with the sparklers and the happy birthday to you i went downstairs <laughs> to use a restroom and when i was coming up coming back up she was telling like one of the back back you know kitchen managers or whatever like dovidas is coming back and the guy was just like the European guy? And she's like, yeah, the European guy. And I just, like, kept walking, but I was like, what What happened here? 
so like but before we even got seated before you guys even got there steve and i are sitting there in the waiting area and she keeps coming around the corner like i have another question whose birthday is it gonna be tonight and we're like oh we don't actually know dovey and phil were just talking to us and like, you gotta come to this like it's yeah, not our like, birthday she's like i heard it was griffin's birthday I'm like, oh, and we're yeah, like oh yeah yeah griffin. you're right it is it's griffin's birthday, birthday. Yeah, yeah griffin's having a birthday and and she keeps coming back she's like how many people did dovey say are coming and she's like asking questions like is this really happening and like what are we actually getting into tonight like she has this look in her eye like please tell me if the things are going to be extra wild oh you my know? god oh, man. oh wow. she seemed very scared scared <laughs> nervous excited then, angry there was a lot of emotions going on and then ryan was having a crisis and he kept looking around the room and going, like, I feel like I'm in a Quentin Tarantino no, movie. No, I felt like I was in a movie he that was... He texted me that, yeah. I know, it, it kept flip-flopping in between Quentin Tarantino and... Uh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Because mm. it had these, like, charming moments, but also felt like, are we about to have really intense, like, mob dialogue here? Right. You know, is one of us... Is this going to be a murder <laughs> mystery that's quirky? You know, like, what is about to happen in this place? Like, Hercule Poirot. Yeah. The the yeah, the sequel. Like we're gonna have some sort of intense conversation about etiquette of eating at a hibachi and Samuel L. Jackson's gonna show up or something like that, you know. He did say about the sake ceremony or something, the guy showed you remember that? Yeah. It was funny. I'd never done the, the sake bomb thing. Uh huh. It was it was fun, but like another weird element of it for me is like most of the employees there are very white and very Midwest. Mm -hmm. And so right. the lady is setting up the sake bombs and she's telling us like all this history or something about it. This all feels very like kind of Midwest mall made up like mm -hmm. Japanese restaurant sort of stuff. And she's, and then she's like, and now you pound on the table and it falls in. <laughs> and it's like, it was just all a very surreal experience for me. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, didn't it feel like everyone who was working there was just kind of like, being really apathetic towards us and acting like completely over the experience of working in this restaurant. Could be. And they're like, the guy doing the hibachi thing, he's doing all the tricks mm -hmm. and he's like flicking, he's like doing the thing where he's flicking uh, shrimp tails at my face, like catch them in your mouth and intentionally hitting me in the face. <laughs> but he's like, his delivery of everything is like very deadpan, like open your mouth. Ha-ha. 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 Let me put one in my pocket. It landed in my pocket. Let me move on. I'm going to throw the lemon. I caught it behind me. Like, it's all, like, it so deadpanned and, like... <laughs> it's part of the appeal. I don't know. No, it, like, yeah, 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 I yeah. was having an amazing time it was, because it, fantastic. it was so weirdly wonderful. Yeah. You know? All right, so the egg... Oh, that, yeah. Was that your first attempt at the egg? Had you attempted it? Uh, I've never done night? anything like that before so, in my life. So the chef does the thing where he's got a raw egg. He f He's flipping it up and down with the spatula, doing like yeah. the Tiger Woods golf ball thing. And then he flips it up really high. He turns the spatula, and the egg falls on the edge of the spatula and perfectly cracks, and the egg sizzles on the hot grill. He's like, who wants to try? And, of course, Dovey stands up. He's like, I want to try. <laughs> you get over there, and you're like, all right, here I go. You flick the egg so hard, it disappears from my field of view. <laughs> as far as we know, it hit the ceiling. No, I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> I caught it once. I caught it once. And then the second time, yeah. it just yeeted. <laughs> 
absolutely ridiculous. But I'm so I'm so happy you invited us because I'm had, so happy you came. Had an amazing night, you know. And then we all ended up on the rooftop bar again, yeah. just like yeah, it's epic. And that was wild too, because the section that we sat in was like I think it is Lovers Lane in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's this this corner of the hotel bar that overlooks the like the minor league baseball field that they have there. And yeah. they have they have these baseball uh, bleachers. Then, no joke, it's maybe seat, seating for like twelve people back there. There were three couples sitting back there while we were sitting, having all our like guitar YouTuber drinks and mm-hmm. hanging out. Three couples back there, like necking, <laughs> like like sucking face back there. <laughs> like, what is going on? This is like lovers lane in fort wayne because maybe it's the only view in fort wayne or something like that you have a view of the baseball diamond i, and the- I think I, I think that could be it it's like you know like, like the hollywood sign drive up in in la or uh or like any kind of like airport to watch the air, air, airplanes uh, right, take right. off and land so i think for fort wayne that's the spot that's the oh my spot <laughs> i was over there and the people behind me were having like a domestic dispute. Uh-oh. I haven't oh. heard the story yet. It this is so be fresh awkward. For me. What were they fighting about? They were fighting about how the woman, I think they were like married or boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. So they tried to go to yeah. Lover's Lane and it went sideways on them. Yeah, they decided to talk about fireworks because I think they want to buy fireworks for 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Well, I who think doesn't? that's what it was. Uh, or it might have been for a birthday. It might have been for like a kid's birthday. But um, he's like, tell your mom, don't buy those, don't buy the fireworks from Paul. And <laughs> this fight is going in a different direction than I expected. She's like, she's like, I can't control her. My, she's a child. I've been taking care of my mom longer than she took care of me. Like basically, like you know, stunted, arrested development. You know, it kind of sounded like one of these stories where, like, it's a young mother who had a kid, like, you know, very young and then never became an adult. She just stayed mm. in her, like, 20s for 30 years. Wow. Uh, I thought of, this was going to be about fireworks. Kind of a thing. <laughs> and then, then it so got the, sad. So then, so well, I don't know. I don't know what they're arguing, like, what the context is. So then they're going back and forth. And she's like, I can't just tell my mom, like, don't do this thing because she's not going to listen. And she's not going to understand why like Paul can't do it. So apparently Paul is not good at supplying fireworks. Okay. That's because the, that's the core issue. He's not good at getting the good fireworks. Then the guy is like uh was like, "No, I'll take care of the fireworks." And she's like, "But my mom already spent $600 on fireworks." Oh my gosh. And he's like, "Well, I'm going to get like 150 bucks and then you can get 150 bucks and so between us it'll be like $300 of fireworks." And she's just like, that's not enough fireworks. We need a thousand dollars in fireworks. If we don't light my mom's fireworks, everyone's gonna know we skimped on the fireworks. Oh my gosh, this is serious. And he's like, I will not light Paul's fireworks because it sounds like maybe there's something. How much of a bastard is Paul <clears throat> that they don't want to use? Fireworks it sounded like they were like he was concerned that he was gonna light Paul's fireworks and it was gonna. Like oh, it's like they're homemade. Paul's homemade fireworks. I don't know. I don't know. And there are a lot of like you know f words and wow. so terrible, terrible thing. And the I whole time the... I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, why are you guys up here? Like, I'm waiting for like him to throw her off the oh, no. balcony or her to like throw him off the balcony. A like murder mystery. It's like a pretty. It was intense. And I was just like, 
Oh, I just want to watch the baseball game. Steve, I was watching you. Steve was having a moment when once we got up to the the hotel roof bar. Steve was crashing visually. I was so like tired. his. I could see the energy draining out of him, and like Steve's not gonna make it back no. there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Phil and I stayed up till two a.m. Yeah. Oh my god! I just went back to the room and like sat in my bed, and I was like, "This so, is nice." So here's a question I have for the audience, and maybe you'll know, uh, uh, Dobie. Um, we live in San Diego where fireworks are illegal for personal consumption because it's a fire risk. It's dry yeah. brush everywhere and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, so we just can't do it. Is that is it normal to spend $1,000 on fireworks? Is it normal to spend $500 on fireworks every 4th of July? Like commenters, tell us, is, is that a normal range? Because that's like, it makes me realize that maybe 4th of July is closer to Christmas in spending habits in other places in the country, well, like, I like said, I don't know. If we're going to go for... crazy and get the kids the, the you know the big Lego set this year. Yeah. You know, like mm. yeah, that's what it seemed like. Is like it was like a birthday Fourth of July thing, and they wanted their kid wanted fireworks or something. Right, right. I don't know. Paul, if you're listening, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with your Paul. fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> Her mom. Is buying fireworks from you, but apparently she shouldn't. So I, something I want to ask, Dobie. Uh, I've been to a bunch of guitar YouTuber events that are similar to this. Right. I don't think I've seen you at any of them. Is this your first time doing something like this? Well, I have usually go to NAM. But NAM's different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I've gone to Toman's thing, and Henning has 42 yeah, yeah. Gear Street, and there's been other things like that. Oh, like that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. first time. What do you think? Like, what do you think of like the the vibe of this sort of thing? It, it it's pretty interesting. You it's like be, uh, this is not officially Sweetwater sponsored. You can say what you're really feeling, yeah. and then we'll we'll send the recording over to our contacts, and you won't work with Sweetwater anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, like say say what you're thinking, and it, it's all gonna be cool. No, well, the first thing that blew my mind is the the size of Sweetwater. Oh my gosh, it's huge. It's yeah, a city. it's like. Uh, Dude, it's a it's like Death Star, but for music. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bet Death Star did have a sweet water in it. Oh, dude, Death Star had a cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Had a hair salon and definitely had a gym. Wait, is there a hair a salon in here? Yeah, well, there's a every, hair salon. And the Death Star definitely had a had a hair salon because everyone and the doctor got the doctor's office. Everyone's yeah, got helmet that. hair, you know, on the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like clean cut. You yeah. Know? So, so that's mind blowing. And then you know the the YouTuber event, I guess. It's just, it's really interesting, you know, because they, they, they get the marketing. They, they understand, you know, where the marketing's headed and how it's done, and they, they just fly us everywhere. You know what? It's, it's kind of like I've never been to a summer camp in high school, mm. but if it was like a. <laughs> no, it totally is. It's totally it, summer it's camp. It's totally vibes. summer camp, and it's like we have some assignments. That we kind of have to do. You have to. Right. You have to try to do an underwater basket weaving, but yeah, yeah it's okay yeah. if it turns out kind of weird, you know. Yeah. So we, we are doing some assignments, whether it's assigned by Sweetwater or just we assign it to ourselves because we know it's content for our stuff, you know. Just like yeah. you're doing your stuff, and then um, you know I'm playing on on the thing because that's my kind of content okay. to perform in front of people, and everyone's super nice. And uh, then you have these uh, these. Uh, uh, the vendors uh, that are kind of like the summer camp activity curators, and you can pick your activity, meaning pick your booth at this summer camp. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, so it's like literally like, and this is like cafeteria, dude. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't know. I love it. 
It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we all in the same hotel. Yeah, yeah. which is which is dangerous. They should have split us up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially the roadie games gave that uh, like summer camp. Yeah, because they would yeah. divide oh, kids into summer teams. Summer camp vibes. Right, yeah. and then the two teams do something, and then you know, pri- yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just, and it's it's June in 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 Indiana, you know. Yeah. And I've been living in Florida for so long that I forgot what it, what it's. Uh, it feels like uh, changing seasons, because mm-hmm. like in Lithuania, seasons change, and like the summer, where the winters get really cold, the summer smells different. Hmm. Yeah, summer it has more value because it's not permanent. Well, I imagine in Florida, it's very, uh, well, you know, we're from San Diego, Southern California gets accused of the same thing mm-hmm. of, of not having seasons. And I know Florida is like, we have summer and then we have uh, hurricane summer. And, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> and those that's are the two seasons. It. It's it. like very same, same throughout the year. But in San Diego, I like when like people move there and, and for about two years, they're like, there's no seasons here. I miss the seasons. And then on like their second or their third fall, they're like, Oh, it's fall now, isn't it? Like you, because you can you can smell the change mm-hmm. in the air. You can feel the change in the humidity. The way the sun cuts through the atmosphere feels a little bit different. Like it just mm-hmm. there's a shift in feeling, and you do get a sense for the seasons. But it's not like oh, break out the apple pie and the cider yeah. and like put on put on it's, your flannel. It's you not know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We don't have the standard like oh, it's getting colder now. Right. We have it's getting drier now. Yeah. Interesting. So it's like not that it like it doesn't get super humid in San Diego, but it the goes, wind comes from the, the east the wind, for a weekend. Yeah, the like, wind like changes. Oh, what's it's, it's like run normally are in like the spring and summer. Are the onshore, we have onshore flow, so it's coming mm-hmm. from the ocean over into town. But for certain like weekends, it blows from the desert in, and it just dehydrates everything. Yeah. It's horrible. I hate it. So getting back to like music stuff. Uh, Dovi, you do this whole busking thing. You've made this uh, media empire around you busking and playing street. No, like, dude, you're doing excellent. Like, don't, don't like, like try to play it off. You're doing amazing for a busker. I have a history of busking. I do. I bust, I bust pretty hard and sloppy for like two or three years That's because cool. I love doing it. When I was around college age mm-hmm. and stuff, I would go down to like the party town, party areas in San Diego. And I started to develop this rig, not anything like what you use, but, uh, and the technology allows what you to do to like actually happen now. Mm-hmm. Like back then I had a car battery and I hooked up an inverter to it, okay. and I ran two 15-watt practice amps off of it, and then, and I ran a little zoom multi-effect off of it. And so I had a little kind of like loopy rig with me that I could do some like different effects and stuff, and I'd run a microphone and do the other amp. So I had kind of like a, a very primitive version of mm-hmm. what you do, and then eventually I had a friend joining me who's playing cajon, and we just like take over street corners and stuff. And we'd make some money. We were able to buy a, a drum kit for my friend and stuff. That's cool. And we, you know, we would save some money and, and go have pizza afterwards and Dude, stuff like dudes that. In, dudes in bars would always like yell, be like, you guys suck. Because <laughs> we did. But it was fun. That, but, that's funny. But I, I really... I really enjoy your content and what you do. Thanks. Because of, like, I have that experience too. And I have, the, uh, I have a love for it. I don't think my body could handle it anymore. Okay, okay. But it's... I love that you are in this scene as a busker who's doing this. Thanks. You know? But I, 
I should ask questions instead of gushing, <laughs> but like, what's that like? Like what's, what, how, how did you transition? I'm assuming you started busking first and then you started incorporating YouTube into it. Is that what happened? Mm-mm. No, the other I way around. Did, uh, I did venues and I did tours and then pandemic happened. And then all the venues That's when shut the down. Busking started literally because I assumed that you had always been busking before. I know, right? No, I didn't. That was only two years ago, dude. 2020, yeah. Because it's like, okay, I'm running out of content. Right. Because my whole thing is performing in front right. of people. Not only running out of content, I have to perform in front of people. It's just the oh, only. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah, it's my only purpose on planet. That's the. That's why there's so many guitar YouTubers because we, as musicians, we crave an audience. It's right. Too, it's, an, it's that is our addiction. An, so an like, audience. no gigs, no shows, no festivals. The 2020, towards the end of summer. Okay, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna go set up. You know, and I just started. I did that. Like, did one session, and then I think one of the videos just blew up from that session. I already, you know, I already had. You know, I was doing YouTube. I, I don't think I was at a million yet. Sure. But you know, I was posting. You know, back in the early days when you were real small, did you, you weren't quite a million subscribers yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry. No, yo, you're cool. But busking <laughs> videos—that's what kind of kind of did it. You know, it was like a second, uh, second, second booster engine or whatever. I did not realize it would like have that kind of feedback or like it would actually because because I would just do do shows. You know, I would be on stage. There's lights. There's an audience a little bit, and and then on the street, it's like totally different dynamic. You know, mm-hmm. and then usually at shows, you know, I, I, I advertise a show ahead of time. And then people like, oh, we like this song or that album, and we've seen you here and there. And on the street, it's like strangers. So it's like the ultimate test. How good are you really? Right. Because no one knows who you are. Totally. Can you make them stop? You know. Mm-hmm. And then what happened after like year and a half of doing that? I can't even play on that street corner because it just I get too re- recognized, and it's just uh, then right. uh, people spill out into the street into traffic, and it's like a then safety it's a problem. safety yeah. liability. Yeah. So it's like I can't even play there. You know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and then you get rolled by the cops. When I was yeah. when I was busking, we had that whole rig I was talking about, and we we found this little corner that had this little strip of, of grass in front of a, a sunglass shop, mm-hmm. and we kind of just lived there. And I think we ended up causing a law to be made because I'm pretty sure we killed the lawn, like wow. like dancing and rolling around and mm-hmm. like doing our thing on that. And I think the sunglass shop complained to the police wow. or city hall or There's whatever. There's always someone complaining. <laughs> they don't get it. Because the next time I went back, they were like, the cops were like, you can't be here. This area is off limits. You can't be here. Well, and at the time, I don't think you had to have performance permits in San no. Diego. I think you had to have them for Balboa Park because they limit however many people can do it. They, they just, I think they just lifted the Balboa Park thing. Because the the local buskers union or whatever has been fighting that forever. Oh, really? Yeah. The whole thing in America is the whole thing is the the busking is under First Amendment. Exactly. So unless there is a particular county or city code or ordinance uh, against amplified and then uh, uh, music, and if they specify the particular number of decibels, they can't. Okay. So I've been doing this in different cities now. So the only thing they can like try to bust you for. It's the uh, obstruction of pedestrian right-of-way right. yeah. or uh, soliciting panhandling. Mm. So I always make sure it's like there's nothing that actually says tips, you know, or please tip me. Right, right. Because there was a dude in North Carolina, and he was actually like the mayor or something. Yeah. And then he told me, like, you can't do this here. And I'm like, 
well, let's pull up the code and ordinance. And we stood there for 20 minutes and yeah. he pulled up on his phone and says, look. And he couldn't find, there was nothing because yeah. I hmm. knew it. You this know? is a common thing for buskers is that we have to in, in, you encounter. Know, you know where they can do that? Uh, in uh, Actually, in Georgia, in Savannah, Georgia. So, yeah, they have the very, very strict on that main street, mm -hmm. main thing by the by the river. Yeah. It's like no amplified and it has to be this many feet. Musicians have to be this many feet away and they can't like see such, such loudness. Oh, and Nashville, Tennessee, because otherwise everyone would be on the street. Oh, my gosh. On the if right. if yeah. you could do it in Nashville. And honestly, like in Nashville, if you're in Nashville and you're not getting a paid gig on Broadway or something like that, why are you even there? <laughs> like well, every business is hiring bands. I you know, know a really cool dude. Actually... On the street, he makes more than oh, I'm sure dudes playing in the bars, and that was the only way I, I found a, a plug-in in Nashville. Because right. I just walked up to him and I talked, and then he recognized me from videos. And then it's like, hey, you think I could like you know use your uh, you know plug-in? And then I just played it for a couple hours, you know, and then just shot some video. Of, and actually, I'm gonna be going back to Nashville. I'm gonna hit him up again and just uh, you know just just play on on the street corner in Nashville because mm. like. Uh, I prefer it to playing uh, on the street because, it, so, okay, so I, I will either play on the street and I'll plug in anywhere and just play for strangers or I'll advertise uh, and do a ticketed event and I will rent out a theater and, uh, and hire a sound guy and a light guy. And anything in between, I really don't want to do because that means there's a there's a bar or restaurant manager is going to tell you, oh, you exceeded your break, or like, oh my gosh. it's, it's going to yeah. be like that. So it's like, it's like either this or that, but like in, in between, I don't even do those kind of gigs, you know, because it's yeah. just like, they, they don't get it. And weirdly, like, busking and YouTubing is kind of like, it's kind of weird like the that. same thing, it right? It just overlaps so much. It's like, is <laughs> digital busking? Like, pretty much. Isn't that weird? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is funny how, like, part of doing that is, like, you have to, like, kind of, like, nerd out on local codes, and you're going to end up interacting with local law enforcement eventually. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have, like, you have to, like, do this fight in your head, like, you know what? I need to stand my ground and I need to stand up for the rights of all of us right now versus like, you know what? I really don't want to like get hauled into some place where I have to mm -hmm. fight it somewhere else or mm -hmm. get like a fine or something. And you like have to weigh your, you have to weigh what you're actually want to deal with in that moment. You know, do you fight the good fight or do you just move to a different corner? You know, <laughs> the, the St. Armand circle, I was playing on St. Armand circle. You know, that was my spot in Sarasota when I started busking in 2020. Uh -huh. And, uh, they, uh, hmm. I see, I see on your Facebook, uh, posts and stuff like people like, you're gonna get them. You're gonna get back in there. Like I know it's a big like thing yeah yeah yeah. For, what, what happened was people were asking the Saint Armand Circle Association Facebook page, when will Davidas be playing there? And then one person who does not understand internet right <laughs> thought that it's harassment. People asking, <laughs> they contacted a law firm. Oh my god, law firm send me a cease and desist letter. Essentially, it's harassment and cyberbullying and cyberstalking, and you better seize now or, or else. Good grief. And then what I did, I read the entire letter on the video, and I said, St. Armand Circle sends me a cease and desist letter. And then the video gets like a, a half a million views in the week. <laughs> it blows up in their face. I got a call from the mayor of Sarasota. Uh, I'd like to meet. And then I meet with the mayor and that person to like 
why can't we be friends? <laughs> why can't we be friends? So I was yeah. like, okay, I laid out, this is what I want. They send me another letter because I asked for another letter. Um, and it's like official city seal poof, stamp. We're looking for the, the city is built on the arts and the arts have always been an integral part of the history of the city and we value your talent and we're looking forward to having you back on St. Armand Circle. Blah, oh blah, my blah, God. Blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did so, you frame that? I have it. <laughs> I, I have it laminated in my guitar case. So if I ever there and cops bust me, it's like, look, I have a letter from the mayor that's inviting me here. It's like an official pardon and you take yeah, it around. Yeah, I have a pardon. Yeah. <laughs> So I love that. But the pardon letter video got less views than the, of the, course. the scandal. Of so course. So there, there are still people like, you know, that show up to my gig and they uh, like I've seen a guy have a shirt. He made it himself. It says, I'm not at St. Armand's Circle. You know, <laughs> there's grief. like a Kevin Bacon footloose kind of like an right. underlying thing. It's like, right. you know, yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> So what are, what are you what are you doing after this? Like this is the last day of this. Where are you headed? I'm headed to Michigan to check out the lakes. Sure. I've not seen the lakes. Then after Michigan, I booked a well. I have a St. Louis State Fair, July third and fourth. I'm playing under the arch on the stage or whatever. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. And after St. Louis, then I'm going to Lexington, Kentucky. July 6th, I have a gig in Lexington it's with tickets, and they're advertising it, so that's going to be really fun. I have an opening act, a really cool uh, uh, musician opening for me. I, and then after uh, after Lexington, I'm going to go to Nashville nice. and just uh, probably play on the street. Uh, Nashville's so much fun. Yeah. And after Nashville, uh, North Carolina. There you go. Yeah. And then that's the end of the road. Then you just well, stay in North Carolina North Carolina, forever. I'll stay like for three or four weeks in North Carolina. Okay. You have people out there? Uh, I have two shows. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to, like, I have a cabin in the woods. Uh, well, I don't have, I don't, oh, it's an Airbnb, whatever. Right, right, right. And so I'm just going to chill out, swim in the rivers or creeks or lakes, you know, and just try to, try to catch up on my editing. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> of everything that was filmed on the road trip, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, and then head back to Florida and then uh, get rid of half of the guitars that I haven't even touched and move to Santa Monica. Like the guitar thing, like in what we do, and I know that you're not a gear crazy person. I used to be, but you're. I had a phase, right? But we're we're all plugged into the scene, and I know stuff gets sent to you. Yes. And the same way they get sent to me, and things yes. like that. And you know, pe- people listening right now will be like, "Oh, boo, boo, boo!" boo. How dare up. they? It is a it is a situation that we have to deal with in our profession mm-hmm. in that you know it is our job to constantly be checking out and featuring and doing our little reviews and stuff of yeah. products as it comes up the stuff takes up space it does and i'm in the situation right now where i've been yeah i have guitars and i have instruments and, and I have products that were given to me and you know whether they were paid demo or not by people in the industry that i consider a friend now and so it's like, I can't sell this. I can't get rid of this because my friend gave me this. this. And I know from their, men, their, yeah, yeah. from their mentality, it's like, oh, that's just one of 10,000 units that we sent yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Sent out to, to retailers and, and advertising and things like that. They don't care if I keep it forever. But I get so hung up on that. And I feel so bad. And like this like intrinsic, intrinsic connection to these objects, which is kind of sick in a way. Do you have anything like that? Like, do you have like... Ah, oh, this this guitar was from my buddy at 
you know, Squire or something like I that. I have you know? stuff, one off that was right. made for me, and it's it's not that good. <laughs> Yeah, what do you do? Yeah. You had it made for you. Yeah. And it's like it's supposed to be special. And then you're like, am I going to keep this forever? Do I, Should I keep it forever? You know? And, you know, they, they put all time and effort and material. Right. And, and it's, even like when it's not that good, like sometimes it's like, I don't, it's good, but I don't connect with it. Yeah. You know? Like. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the, I do a lot of pedal demos. It's like. How many fuzzes do I actually need? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Why do all these companies release a fuzz every because year? Because fuzz is amazing. I love fuzz. <laughs> every single fuzz is beautiful and different in its own special <laughs> way, but they all just go brrrr. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, should we wrap this up? You, you could, guys keep going. I just need to move some of my stuff because then no. Rhett's going to be setting his stuff up. We've been going in a, a, about an hour 13. We should, mm-hmm. we should put a, a button on this. Thanks for joining us, Dovey. Thanks for having me. The, you know what? Thanks for having us. You showed us an excellent time last night. Yeah, for You're sure. You're welcome. I'm so excited. Thank that, you. I'm so excited that you joined on this thing. I, this is probably like my seventh like guitar YouTuber event. I'm addicted to them. I, I, I hope, I hope to see you at future ones. Oh, Who, we're we're doing it. Whoever's hosting it, I yeah. you know I do Guitar House. I I did it like two months ago. It was mm-hmm. the first one. I'm gonna do it again. It would be awesome to have you come to that. Let's do it. You, you know, wherever your travels happen to be, maybe it'll line up. <laughs> no, just just tell me when. I'll make a road trip out of it. There we go. And then you know, maybe we'll go busking in. Oh my gosh. Pacific Beach oh, or downtown yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, dude. Oh, thanks. Thank you. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. A uh, huge thanks to Sweetwater for hosting us out here and putting this on and and bringing everyone in, bringing all our friends in so we could hang out at summer camp together. <laughs> and uh, you have anything you want to say at the end, Steve? Just what I usually say. Well, are you gonna say it? Stay grounded. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> <clears throat> that was fun.